Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Popped it up. Gotta have one. I don't think he did it. He did not do it. Oh, my. Vlad Guerrero Jr. will hang on and win the 2023 T-Mobile Home Run Derby. Congratulations to Vlad. He and his dad, both Home Run Derby champions. First time that's ever happened, a father-son Home Run Derby champion thing, 16 years apart. Hmm. Had to be a proud I congratulate the Guerrero family. Um, uh, yeah, there's a much more exciting clip that uh, I was hoping to get that uh, would have jazzed it up a bit, but we, that one was no jazz, no, no, j- no jazz. jazz with that clip. Anyway, um, did you follow? Speaking of sports, Wimbledon yesterday, where the Ukrainian girl beat the Belarusian girl uh, on the court at Wimbledon, and the crowd was understandably. Very enthusiastic about everything the Ukrainian girl did throughout the match, booing the Belarusian girl, who has Mm. nothing to do, as far as I know, with the politics of her country or decisions to help Putin or anything like that. Right. She's probably thinking, look, I'm a tennis player. I live under a scumbag regime. I didn't vote for it. I'm 19 years old. (laughs) Well, she said so afterwards. So she she then she lost. Crowd goes berserko for the Ukrainian girl winning. She's laying there on the court. Everybody's going nuts, tears in their eyes because it's you know it's like it's like the USA beating Russian hockey in 1980. It meant so much more than the sports, right? It's mm-hmm. a, our system's better, or you know, yay for the good guys, or whatever. But the poor girl that lost then didn't. She, she was like really rattled 
the Belarusian girl, and she didn't shake hands with the Ukrainian and then got booed really hard. And then afterwards said it was unfair to boo her because she said, I got nothing to do with nothing. I don't know. I felt bad for her. Maybe I should have just been up with Ukraine and I am up with Ukraine, but I don't need to put all my hate on this 19 year old tennis player girl. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, I also forgot the Home Run Derby was on. I usually watch that, or at least a chunk of it. But you know what I did last night? Uh, I was watching one of your nightly newses, and uh, and they mentioned that Elton John had played his last show. So I went to uh, YouTube and found a uh, a couple of shows from the year, I believe, it was within a year the first time I saw Elton John. It was either like 1980 or 81, something like that. And so I went back and watched a couple of his shows from that era. Uh, the era where he built the legend as opposed to when he was the legend. And uh, it was fantastic. It was so good. So he played his final sh- live show ever last night? So he claims. Yeah. Where? Uh, Europe, somewhere, Denmark, Sweden. One of those countries with blonde-haired people and long winters. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, well, he's a million years old, right? Oh, yeah, he's 76. Yeah. You know what I was reminded of? He has the worst stage moves of any <laughs> rock star in the history of rock stars. <laughs> Except right. for maybe Ozzy Osbourne, who's also terrible. <laughs> he kind of glowers in one direction, then glowers in another direction. But it was all about the music. Sure. He didn't need the Katy Perry show. All he had was music and the occasional duck suit. Why are people throwing objects at singers now in concerts? It's, there's a rash of them recently. We'll get to that later in other unimportant news. But in important news, this is from the Wall Street Journal today I thought was interesting. States in America where incomes grow the fastest or faster, because in some states they don't. Um, and the Wall Street Journal version of this, this is from the editorial board in a Republican-leading newspaper. President Biden will never admit it, but he has Republican-led st- led states to thank for the resilient U.S. economy and labor market. Witness how an earnings surge in right-leaning states is helping compensate for sluggish growth and the progressive ones and keeping his numbers something he can brag about, which is an interesting way of looking at this. Mm-hmm. When he's talking about the economy being okay, if it weren't for the red states doing what they're doing, it wouldn't be okay at all. And he's still in the 30s in terms of people's uh, opinion of how he's handling the economy. Earnings nationwide rose 5.4%. That's on average between the first quarters of 2022 and 2023. But much less in New York, about half that, Indiana, California, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maryland, New Jersey, Oregon, and Illinois. Apart from Indiana, these states are all run by Democrats and most have been for years. They boast high taxes and a high cost of living, which along with COVID lockdowns, which was all po- also a you know a blue state thing, Spurred, All right, yeah. Spurred increase out migration during the pandemic. Meanwhile, earnings in the same period surged in North Dakota, almost 10%. New Mexico, almost 10%. Nevada, 9%. Florida, 9%. Nebraska, 9%. Hawaii at 8 South Carolina at 8 Alaska at 8 Texas at 8 How to explain this? Uh, well, the things that they just mentioned. Um, states with higher earnings growth also tend to have lower tax rates as well as fast-growing populations coming from other blue states. Interesting. There there are multiple trends, and they're all running in the same direction. I like how manufacturing earnings grew 11, more than 11% in Texas, almost 9% in Florida, versus 5 and change in New York and 25 in California. 
I don't. I know actually a couple of manufacturers who have relocated from California, and they're unequivocal. It's not like a, a Republican talking point. They said no. It's just way, way less expensive and less complicated to do business in other states. So we moved. Well, as a just a family, there's all kinds of decisions to make. You know whether it's a good idea to to up and move because of tax rates or whatnot. But as a business, you just there's not much choice. Look, if we want to make it and grow, we got to go to Texas or Tennessee or wherever just because of the tax rates or the ability to hire people. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Income growth much faster in the, the red states as well. But, you know, they're, they're pro-economic activity. So economic activity goes better there as opposed to these states that have these, in my mind, this is an opinion, folks, if I might, utterly unrealistic and or dishonest schemes for elevating everybody by tearing down the top and redistributing their income. It just it never it's shared the shared misery of socialism. Um, and the closer you get to that, the, the more sputtering your economy is going to be. It's easy to understand. I'd have to look up the stats. I got them somewhere in my phone, an article I was reading uh, over vacation about the incredibly high number of states that have that are all one party, either all one party red or all one party blue in their state legislatures. And it, it didn't used to be this way across the country. But now, I think it's two-thirds of the country, states are either all red or all blue. And, yeah, that's and, not good. And a whole bunch of them are super majorities where you can do anything and overcome a veto, but that's not really a thing anyway because the states that tend to be all blue or all red also have a governor that fits with the legislature, so they don't really need it. But um, no, it's not. I don't. That can't be good, can it? Here's my and perfect. People are, and then people are moving to the states that fit their politics, right? And 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 that's divided, as we've talked about, in a way that has never been true before. So I don't know where this is going. Well, I, I think a perfect scenario would be, and feel free if you'd like to argue or disagree, whatever, uh, you can text us 415-295-KFTC or email mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, I think the perfect scenario for me would be like uh, uh, a four-year electoral cycle. You have two year, two cycles in a row with Republican control, and then that third cycle, the Democrats would win like, one or both houses or the governor's mansion or something in a state and and say, hey, this went too far, and maybe these districts are a little too funky, apply the break, and then go back to some good Republican control. I just, uh, you know my philosophy, the world needs uh, uh, Navy SEALs and poets. It needs liberals and it needs conservatives, men, women, etc. That's It's balance, it's good. One party states, even if it's the party I prefer, will get nasty and squirrely if it goes on too long. It's just the reality of politics. Of course it humans. is. Of course it is. Yeah, so I, it, it's not good. It's not good. I don't know if... I, is there any way out of this? Will it? Will it, the pendulum swing back over the next 75 years to more moderate this and that? And, and I don't know. I don't know either. There's my optimistic friends, some of whom are, are great students of history, say, no, the American people have always shown their ability to adjust to the new times and the trends, and something always comes along and it corrects and, and we'll be fine. On the other hand, I believe, having observed this throughout my life, sometimes you have systems 
where the people who would game the system and cheat the symptom system get so good at it, the system can't fight that anymore. It's like the union uh, guy who's been there forever, who knows all the tricks and all the loopholes. You're just not going to get him to do any work. He's learned how to game the system so well the system can't resist it. But one-party states are not over time going to be, that's not going to be good. Uh, I don't think so. They'll, well, they'll be good in some ways. I mean, you might end up with like an extremely business-friendly, super dynamic growth, a high standard of living state. But sooner or later, because they're humans, they'll take it way too far. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Stupid humans. Interesting times. It actually, I, I briefly, uh, I think it, 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 I was thinking about this this morning. So the Axios story that came out yesterday about Joe Biden's short temper and how he yells at people all the time. True international average of pressure. And, and who knows what these stories, you know, these tr- stories would come out about Trump now and then or what, whatever. But um, imagine if you were kind of like being a one-party state imagine if you were a u.s senator from age 29 how would you not come to have a certain attitude about your place in the world and the people beneath you it's almost impossible i mean if you believe as i do the human nature of power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely you're a u.s senator from your 20s forward how would you not end up abusive Senator, vice president, now president over the course of how many years is that? 50 years? I think that would corrupt anybody's view of how you treat people. You would have to. And this is not excusing Joe Biden for all of his many sins. I'm just understanding them. You would have to be a paragon of virtue and morality not to become a scumbag. God, I'd say. um, I mean, I'm not a term limit guy for all kinds of different reasons, but. Uh, people being in power at that level for that long, is that's not good either. Well, plus you'd get a little tired. And you'd need a little blow to revive you now and again, I'm guessing. You'd have somebody sneaking in the back door, just a couple of lines on the mirror there in the Lincoln bedroom, and then uh, I'd get right back to the, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, cabinet meeting. Come on. That reminds me, if you did not hear the One More Thing podcast in which we went through an interview with Joe Biden from 1974, you really should check out the One More Thing podcast. That was a good one yesterday. It will make it difficult to sleep. <laughs> it's perverse. That. How about that? We got a lot more on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Zuckerberg's new competitor to Twitter threads seems to be doing pretty well. According to the Wall Street Journal, we could get into some of the numbers on that. And also Elon Musk blasting back against MSNBC's claim that fitness is right-wing Nazism or something like that. It's kind of a funny story. Um, Well, we learned earlier today that three meals a day is uh, white supremacy. And it's National Slurpee Day, so get out there and enjoy a Slurpee. Um, Oh, because it's 7-Eleven. Oh, Right. The date is 7-Eleven. Yeah. That makes sense. So we mentioned earlier that uh, the therm- it was sixty. It was cold in here when we walked in the studio, and the thermostat was set at 64, and it just seemed really cold. But anyway, and the Joe made a joke about he thinks the thermostat was just an, it is an experiment to see how long people will continue to press <laughs> buttons that don't do anything. <laughs> right. Well, we got this text. I work in the HVAC industry. Most commercial buildings have a central control system that controls the heating and air conditioning. We allow people to push buttons on the thermostats in the room as a placebo with us knowing it doesn't do a thing. But it allows people to think they're doing something. Hmm. So that's actually a thing to have thermostats that don't control much or anything in various offices? I, I do. It does make sense to me that the the whole AC heating thing in your building has to be centralized. I mean, you can't. You can't change from hot to cool and cool to hot and the ducts that run all over the building that doesn't make any sense wow that's a good point yeah but th- th- here's your next question then why is it so damn cold in the studio well, I, I, it, I th- that harkens back to when that one boss uh, put us in a closet made our office a closet to try to get us to quit maybe it's the same old thing we are <laughs> trying to freeze us out we were in the closet with the vending machines yeah ridiculous yeah yeah actually yeah. I had to open the door and put a chair outside to be able to have three people sit there Right, yeah, but uh, who's who's still uh, uh, gigging? Who's not? Uh, yeah, that's funny how that worked out. <laughs> anyway, thought this was interesting. Uh, even the liberal New York Times is reporting on the global, certainly the Western world, uh, resistance to rampant immigration, including uh, zillions of refugees. 
And this is quite astounding. It's it's late in coming, but astounding. They've been forced to concede, and, and they're looking at the foreign-born population from 1960 to 2020. Now, granted, that 60 years is a pretty significant amount of time, but it's far less than a human lifetime on average. Um, foreign-born population in Australia has gone from 17% to 30 In the U.S., from 6 to 15 From France, less than 1% to 15%. Wow. S- similar numbers. A, uh, so practically than, nobody to a significant number in France. Uh, damn near quintupled in the U.K., uh, almost quadrupled in the, the Netherlands, uh, it's uh, almost doubled in France, et cetera, et cetera. And they uh, concede that the scale of immigration uh, tends to be unpopular with residents of the arrival countries. Illegal immigration is especially unpopular because it feeds a sense that a country's laws don't matter. Wow, the year 2023, the New York Times leaps to that brilliant conclusion. And then they also kind of hint around the edges that, and you know, it changes the culture of your country and... We kind of have been talking about culture and how it's important and how everybody else's culture is beautiful. And now some of those cultures we used to look at and say how beautiful they were, like Italy, for instance. Now they got a different one. So maybe we do kind of get why people freak out when their country is fundamentally changed against their wills. I've been saying this for years, and it's a scary thing to say because you can get attacked for it. But human nature would be that I'm not excited that a family that speaks a different language, that eats different food, that believes different things, now lives next to me. Why would you automatically be excited about that? that I think that runs counter to human nature. Yeah, absolutely it does. Yeah. That's I understand dishonest. that's the history of America, and it worked out fine, and blah, blah, blah. We're a nation of immigrants, all that. I get that. But the, so the idea that my knee-jerk reaction is going to be enthusiasm, that we're now speaking a different language, eating different food, and doing different things... Well, when the Irish all moved to the U.S., they all moved to the same neighborhood so they could be with each other. Likewise, the Italians and the Poles and everything else. Birds of a feather, man. It's not evil. It's human. Right. We've got so much to talk about. Stay with us. We miss If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This was a shock for sure. Our first was 9.15, so we anticipated a bigger baby, but nothing like this. I'm getting used to it, but it's definitely hard because he wants to be held all the time, so working on those muscles right now. He does eat around the clock. It's kind of hard to keep up for sure. That's a mom who gave birth to a 16-pound baby. 16? Not much to that story other than, good God, that's a large baby. That's the normal size of a three-month-old. Wow. Ma'am, well done, or I hope you're okay. And Wow. They don't mention the method of the birthing. It's everybody's <sighs> first question, let's be honest, who's had children uh, or, or ever <clears throat> contemplating it. But Dang it, that's a large baby. <laughs> that's a BFB right there. It really is. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, now, here's a question for you. Was that a woman who gave birth to that baby or a man? Can you imagine we'd uh, be so far down the road of insanity? Anybody could ever ask that question with a straight face? So coming what out, an absurdity. Physical fitness is uh, really driven by your desire to become a Nazi, according to MSNBC. And uh, Elon Musk and Joe Rogan are <laughs> mocking that idea. Uh, as they should as, they as should. i will as they should i'm crazy. i'm i'm into physical fitness to avoid being a, a corpse not to, like to become a nazi leading into your uh thingy here you got um this came out yesterday a study at brown university which is one of your ivy league schools 40 percent just about 40 percent 38 let's call it 40 40 percent of students identified as lgbtq plus that's, that's hilarious <laughs> Pretty high number. Oh, that's so funny. Doubling the ridiculous number from 10 years ago. More than doubling. It was 14% 10 years ago, which is still a lot higher than it is in reality. But 40%. Now you're pushing up on half. Soon you'll be you'll have half your students are LGBTQ+. That's so cute. So Brown University that considers Karl Marx a moderate, uh, is they're so desperate to be the enlightened ones and, and the, the progressive ones and to be interesting and hip that they're all claiming to be this, that, or the other. Well, how much That's pressure beautiful. would there be on you to to not be just, I shouldn't use the term normal, but uh, cis or straight or I don't even know what yeah, you're Yeah, I've to decided I'm not, uh, not going to use that term either. Well, what term are you going to um, use? 
Uh, not any of that other stuff. Okay, yeah, but I don't, see, I don't know. <laughs> that's pretty good. But there would be a fair amount of pressure to not not be any of that other stuff. If you're you know sitting around a table at a bar and everybody's drinking a beer and everybody is one of those things, I'm I'm not any of those things. I'm just a guy with a penis who thinks I'm a guy. So so you're one of the oppressors. You are the oppressor. Wow. You're remember we learned about uh, uh, neo Marxism where you have the oppressor class and the oppressed. Period. And you have the institutions, which are oppressive, all of them, even the good ones. Uh, and those fighting against those institutions are always the good guy. So you, if you say, yeah, I'm a straight male and extra bonus, I'm a white guy, you are automatically one of the oppressors, according to every damn teacher at Brown University. So do you think it's that shocking that the poor, impressionable 19-year-olds <clears throat> say, yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know, um, uh, pansexual. There, oh, you are! Oh, that's so brave of you. I'll Please, bet it's you, so obvious. I'll bet you exercise, don't you, you Nazi? Just like Hitler. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that eventually. <laughs> Settle down there, Heinrich. Um, Have you so, been a good little Nazi? At the gym. So uh, I'm looking at the various uh, varieties of things you could, very, that's uh, redundant, Joe. Um the variety of things you could be at Brown University to uh, be one of the enlightened ones. Uh, you could be heterosexual, which uh, I'm looking at like fall of 2010. It was 88% of people or something like that. You could be heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, other, queer, pansexual, asexual, and questioning. Now, when you combine like other queer pansexual and and questioning the hell is all that stuff i mean and i know the answer but it's all nonsense so yeah that's the difference you have those people who just don't want to admit they're straight so they latch on to one of those things yeah i'm a uh, questioning the percentage of questioning people is higher than what used to be the cent the uh the number of uh, well, it looks to be about the same as uh, homosexual people back in the day. It's ridiculous. Questioning. Speaking of that sort of thing, we have come full circle or squared the circle or through the looking glass. or <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, uh, Nikki Hiltz is a name you will know. Her dream 2023 season on the track continued Saturday as her late push at the 2023 USATF Championships blah, 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 in Eugene, Oregon, saw her name the women's 1,500-meter champ for the third time this year. Um, but this victory is more than just another title under their belt. Oh, it's one of those, a they. Hiltz, a biological female who identifies as transgender non-binary, said it was a win for the transgender community. So she's a woman who is transgender to a woman, at least in terms of the sports she runs in. She calls herself non-binary. She has an ovary in the rest of the ladies, ovaries in the rest of the ladies' parts, but is not a woman indeed, but has transitioned to become a non-binary person who runs in the women's sports. Is there any transitioning that happens? Or is that all a mental thing? I, well, I think back to Brown University. So she considers herself non-binary, 
she is a woman, again, running in woman's sports, but because she's no longer just a woman but is non-binary, which is kind of either, both, or neither, um, that's being transgender. Or that's being desperate to be celebrated and loved and embraced by your fellow progressives. Everybody wants to be loved and embraced. I get the impulse. Still waiting for, uh, yeah, indeed, still waiting for that biological woman who's kicking ass in male sports, by the way. Still waiting for that one. Um, I heard, so the Olympics are coming up um, <laughs> tomorrow or two years Any from minute now. now. I don't right. know when the Olympics are coming up. Well, I heard a story about uh, a woman who I think is just, um, God, I don't know what the terms are to use that don't make me hateful or get canceled regular woman <laughs> who is uh she, it's she very simple there are two sexes but Go she on. has she they, they say she's got too much testosterone and so it yeah. doesn't get to compete because of that that's a complicated issue oh it is yeah yeah and the existence of those people uh people who do not typify Male and female tendencies does not mean there's no such thing as male or female. That's an utterly illogical argument. But, yeah, I feel for a gal like that, whether she's got internal testicles, which is a thing, um, or just abnormal, uh, out-of-the-ordinary testosterone production and is an athlete. Yeah, I feel for her. That's 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 a rough thing. And I think she should get to compete. What's your story on that one with the women? Does she have testes? Can you see them? If you can't see them, you get to compete as a woman. That's my standard. You know what? There are no bad ideas here, Jack, other than that one. <laughs> I think that's the test. Oh, my God. So you're going to have their junk checked prior to the meet. As opposed to what? Stuff. Put people on the honor system? Well, right. Yeah, exactly. But that's demeaning and hateful and horrific. They've tried that, and mm-hmm. it's been rejected. Um, We can check in on the 24 presidential race. A couple of big decisions were made yesterday in in terms of timing. The Atlantic, left-leaning Atlantic, has got a big article in it, one of their 9,000-page articles about how Joe Biden should step down. He's done his duty for the country. That's coming from the Atlantic. Uh, And I read an editorial from the right uh, going through all the ways in which Joe Biden is a fraud. Starting with the, he's the kindly old fellow who screeches obscenities at his staff. It's going off of that. Um, but that's, you know, you mentioned that sort of report is a little old hat-ish. They had that about Amy Klobuchar. You heard right, that about, right, you know, right. the, the various folks. So, but the, the, I think it's the in addition stuff that, that really made the point for me. Anyway, bunch of stuff on the way. Hope you can stay with us. Well, it is what it is because he is who he is. That's why it is what it is. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is from colonialism and white supremacy. So, uh, yeah, we've been enjoying that clip today. (laughs) And speaking of white supremacy, so tying a couple of different stories together, uh, Republicans announced over the weekend that the Iowa caucuses... To kick off the nomination process, they got a date January 15th. And uh, so, given the fact that no campaigning happens for like two weeks leading up to uh, New Year's Day, it's going to be two weeks after New Year's Day, it's going to be, you know, it ain't that far away. 
people will be caucusing and there won't be any campaigning going on. Anyway. And and we'll have to explain how the caucuses work yet again. But the way I'm combining these two stories is this. So I was watching the Sunday show on CNN and they had the round table on there. Jake Tapper and a bunch of other people uh, talking about this. And the one of the pundits who happened to be black uh uh, said, uh, and uh, the Iowa caucuses are set for January 15th. I mean, he's the irony lost on anybody here that the Republicans are having their caucus on King Day, on Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, and people kind of laughed. And I really wanted Jake Tapper to say, uh, in what way is that ironic? To have the guy spell out, because what was he going to say? Was he going to say, it's, uh, it's ironic that the obviously racist party is having their caucuses on... The birthday of Martin Luther I mean, what was he going to say? And everybody just kind of chuckled along like it made sense. Did I miss something? Right. Maybe the party that decided to stick with Iowa instead of switching to South Carolina with more black people, like the Democrats may or may not be doing? I don't know. It's the federal holiday honoring Martin Luther King Jr., so everybody's off. Is that... Huh. I don't know. I don't know why that was ironic or it's troubling. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so there's that. And then another version of uh, white supremacy or, or something. Joe Rogan and Elon Musk mocking MSNBC for claiming that working out is a far-right obsession. And they probably should be mocking this. Uh, MSNBC actually, for some reason, retweeted something that they had out during the pandemic, which got mocked at the time. I don't remember if we were talking about this at all. Uh, we should have if we missed it. MSNBC tweeted out the far right's obsession with fitness is going digital. I'll get to the actual tweet. Um, it was a column from MSNBC. It appears the far right has taken advantage of pandemic at-home fitness trends to expand its decade-plus radicalization of physical mixed martial arts (MMA) and combat sport uh, in the combat sport space. Physical fitness has always been central to the far right. In Mein Kampf, Hitler fixated on boxing and jiu-jitsu, believing they could help him create an army of millions whose aggressive spirit and impeccably trained bodies, combined with fanatical love of the fatherland, would do more for the German nation than any mediocre tactical weapons and training. (laughs) Meanwhile, in history, left-wing militaries have rejected physical training and grown fat and and smoked pot and the rest of it. Well, but just... They tied these things together. The MSNBC column briefly acknowledged that fitness is not always a slipstream to the far right or Nazis or white supremacist extremist ideologies. Fitness, of course, is a staple and a hobby for many people for whom it is enjoyable and rewarding for brain health. And not so just what and not the just hell because are you talking oh, about? And not just because you're a burgeoning <laughs> Nazi. No wonder Joe Rogan and Elon Musk mocked it. It's hilarious. I hate to be uncharitable, but you softheads will believe anything. How do you get that far off track that when you hear a bunch of people are buying home gyms during the pandemic, you tie it into right-wingers wanting to be Nazis? I mean, have you been a good little Nazi? What the hell? Does that have something to do with the fact that conservatives wanted gyms open? During COVID? Is that maybe fuel for the idiotic fire? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, right-wingers want gyms open so they can train to be Nazis. That's exactly it. (coughs) Wow. Hey, you're on to us. Um, (laughs) Hey, Michael, play me 15 again. I'm still working on my slogan. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is from colonialism and white supremacy. So, fight Hitler, eat brunch. (laughs) 
Is that <laughs> fight the Klan, eat brunch? I, I don't guess. know. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is from white supremacy and colonialism. So, so Show your inclusiveness snack, I guess is it. I don't know. Right. Up with diversity, eat some potato chips in the afternoon. Speaking of Elon Musk, the rapid rise of threads, according to the Wall Street Journal. That's the competitor to Elon's Twitter that Zuckerberg started, what, last Friday or something like that? And quite a few people have moved over. Uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, Meta's new app, Threads, hit 100 million signups. And the um, uh, traffic on Twitter has fallen significantly. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. The two products, if you don't know this, Twitter and Threads, look and function in similar ways. Both focus on sharing short snippets of text but allow users to post photos and videos. One distinction is that joining Threads requires having an account with Instagram, which has 2 billion monthly users, which makes signing up very easy and fast, though, and this is confirmed now, deleting a Threads account means having to delete your Instagram account. So keep that in mind before you sign up, because lots of people love their Instagram, and uh, once you get on to Threads, then, you know, you got something else you like tied to it. The arrival of threads, according to the Wall Street Journal, has added more fuel to a long rivalry between Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, which, of course, went into overdrive last month when the men tentatively agreed to a cage match. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, that I sentence know. is a straight sentence. I, I couldn't agree without laughing. Yeah, I know. I know. They tentatively agreed to a cage match. I'm not joining any social d- d- media crap that Mark Zuckerberg runs. I'd rather get on Satan's uh, Satan Graham or whatever. Hey, Michael, play the uh, door opening. Hey, look, everybody, it's Satan himself, the Prince of Darkness. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Uh, technically speaking, uh, really, there's no line between me and Mark Zuckerberg. He's my embodiment on Earth. Uh, it's kind of a metaphysical thing. Don't get hung up on it. When you think Satan, think Mark Zuckerberg. We're a brand. We're, we're one brand. <laughs> we're a brand. Okay. Thanks for having me. Gotta run, boys. Gotta run. Probably Satan, everybody. Devil probably going to the gym is probably what we're going to do. Work out. Probably so, yeah. Eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner and going to the gym. As his kind is wont to do. Uh, Days after Threads made its debut, Elon Musk, and I thought this was actually kind of weak on Elon's part, accused Zuckerberg of poaching its employees to work on Threads. That whole poaching employees thing. People are going to go where they're going to go. And if your place is better, they'll stay there. And if that other place is better, they'll go there. And come on, that's kind of weak. Yeah, if you're opening a chicken restaurant across town and some of your chicken cookers go across town because they're making more money, that's, uh, well... Or maybe you, maybe you run a store, uh, a breakfast place that poaches eggs <laughs> and your workers. You're poaching what my poachers. Would you, what would you, how would you describe it if they were to be lured across town? And what if he's a guy who in his spare times kills rhinoceroses for their horns? <laughs> poacher, poacher, poachers. <laughs> um, um, uh, I had one more thought on this. Oh, so your th- theory is that the reason Threads looks just like Twitter and is basically the same thing, is it's Zuckerberg's not going to say it out loud, but hey, we're Twitter with, but we're going to, we're, we're the old Twitter. We're going to yes. keep, um, you know, conservative voices and thoughts and everything. We'll, we'll stop a New York Post Hunter Biden story just like the old Twitter did. Yeah, we'll be the old lefty bubble Twitter. And honestly, Elon bought Twitter out of pure annoyance with how unfair they were to any moderate or conservative voices. That's a that's a hell of a way to spend tens of billions of dollars. That was I I gotta believe he won't do that again because he's gonna get hosed. 
financially speaking. Right. I think there's a decent chance that the movers and shakers move over to threads because they're mostly on the left. Twitter is uh, mm-hmm. that's what drove Twitter for a long time. And I, I think Twitter could be in real trouble. Next hour, we're going to kick it off with the fabulous Mike Lyons. We're going to talk cluster munitions, Sweden joining NATO, all sorts of stuff. The Ukraine war can't wait. Hope you can stick around. If you can't grab the podcast later, Armstrong and Getty on demand. Yeah, that's the big news today. Biden is over at the NATO summit in Lithuania, and Sweden is going to become a member of NATO. That's a pretty big deal. If you missed an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.